Danielle. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Glad to be back. What it do? So, what do y'all do when you don't know what to take pictures of? Like, you feel the need that you need to get out there and, like, take photos, but, like, you don't know what to take photos of. What do? That one's tough. Isn't it? Isn't it? Because I get out there and take photos. Yeah, I end up not doing anything that I want to do, and then instead just try to find something else to fill in the time just so that I feel creative because that's part of the problem. Sure. It's not necessarily like the need to, to take a photo of a specific thing, but just a need to do something. Right. Yeah. Cre- creatively, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one. Cause I I found my I find myself sometimes I'm like I want to get out and shoot, and then I go somewhere and I'm like, there's nothing out here that interests me. And it's like, do you just go around and you walk and you just try to find something, or you just say, you know what, forget this. I'll. It's just not. I'm not feeling it right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. I just uh, go home. I ask because I'm uh, currently suffering from that uh i got a fridge full of film and i want to go out and take photos uh i really want to go use this film i want to shoot it i want to develop it i don't know what the hell to take pictures of like there's Mm -hmm. so many different things i could do and every single one of them like as soon as i think about it gone like uh really yeah uh it's it's so frustrating i for the last this entire weekend I sat at home watching Cobra Kai because, like, I wanted to go take photos, but I didn't know what to shoot. Like, I, I feel like I've, I feel like I've shot Dallas to death. Yeah. And same with Fort Worth. Like, I, I've taken those photos. What more could I do? But like, it's that kind of mindset that like gets me into the position that I'm in now. Like, I want to go take photos, but my brain's like, you've already done that before. Yeah, I think yeah. the trick the trick for me that seems to work anyway is just going and then sometimes like going through the motions will kind of get those creative juices flowing and you can kind of fake it until you make it, so to speak. Just go do it until you feel like you're doing what you were out there to do. Sure. Because mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing for me is just getting motivated to, to go do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that is yeah. that's one of the worst parts. Yeah. Yeah, That's for a good sure. Point. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess branching off that, because I used to get up like when I first started, I used to get up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to downtown Dallas and I'm going to get on the scooters and ride around and take pictures. And I did that for a while. That was before I like met y'all and all that stuff. And I was just going mm-hmm. out and taking pictures of things. And um, yeah, at a certain point, I guess you feel like you've seen everything in like your city and you want to leave and go somewhere else like we we left and went to Oklahoma and that was a little bit a different different scene out there you know it just Mm -hmm. was nice to get away and look at something other than Dallas and Fort Worth (laughs) it's like you gotta run out you feel like you run out of ideas or you don't feel as creative when you keep shooting the same thing but you got shot in your own like your own suburb city I tried oh, yeah. in my neighborhood. 
We know that store. <laughs> I mean the neighborhood thing, but I mean like going like I don't like Bedford or Euless and just go to like whatever the city center is for that, like the downtown area. Cause a lot of these a lot of these cities around are are quite old. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious if uh anybody ever goes down and shoots any of that stuff. I I've thought about it, but like there's not really much in Old Town Louisville to take photos of. It's like it's really just one block and mm-hmm. it really feels like the upper parts of the uh stockyards in Fort Worth. So it just kind of already feels familiar, but at the same time mm-hmm. it's not cuz it's a completely different place. I need right. to go shoot it. It's right down the street. Like and there's yeah. a coffee house. It's perfect. But right, that's what I was getting at. It's like I wonder like we want to go shoot downtown Dallas because we could put it on a post that we put up on Instagram. And and sometimes there's stuff downtown Dallas that we want to see. I'm not saying that that's mm-hmm. always the case is it's for the gram. Mm-hmm. But what I don't shoot downtown this little tiny town that I live in. Maybe right. I maybe I should. I mean, I've gone down there before when I when I first bought my camera. That's where I tested out settings and stuff. But sure. I haven't been down there and looked at it from that perspective one time in the last year and a half. Hmm. So yeah, it's exploring. Yeah, that's what I always uh, I always wonder. Like you know, we always want to go and do something, but maybe there's something right over there that we can go do and right. Yeah, maybe get inspired by something different, something close. I don't know. There's entire books of photography that like uh, um, I have a book by Ernst Haas and it's uh, 30 years of photos in Toronto. Right. In Toronto. Like, and that's just a book. (laughs) Like uh, you, you know that there's like several thousand photos that didn't make it into that book that he took walking around the streets of Toronto. Right. It's like, man, if he can do that, like I, I can do that. I just need to make my brain realize that I can do that too and get <laughs> right. out there and do it. Yeah, it's the overcoming the the initial part of it. The mm-hmm. most challenging part, I think, is the is the get out and do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, ideas don't always make it outside of your head. I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah yeah not not freely sometimes like sometimes you just need to go that's why i said like sometimes you'll get in the motions of doing it and then suddenly something will hit you and you're like oh yeah now i'm in the now i'm in the zone i'm in the moment and i'm feeling this mm-hmm. sure but yeah sometimes the ideas just don't come to you sometimes you have to go put yourself where ideas can mm-hmm. form i don't know right yeah i believe that yeah for sure because there's been times i'm somewhere or i'll make myself get up and go out because if i'm just sitting at home i'm like eh, i don't want to do anything if mm-hmm. i actually get up and i go normally nine times out of ten when i come back home i'm glad i went somewhere yeah because i got something out of it that's the same even if i decide to pick up a project here at home it's the trick is starting it once i once mm-hmm. i get going i'm i'm good and i'll stick with it mm-hmm. and i'll i'll do stuff for hours on end but sometimes right. I'm just like, man, if I start that, I'm going to be doing this till six and I don't want to do this till six. Yeah. yeah. Because I know how I get with it. Like once I get going, like I don't want to stop until I'm happy with the mm-hmm. effort that I put in. And sometimes it takes an hour. Sometimes it takes all day. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. That's uh, the one downside to developing film at home. Like uh, 
it's not a let's take five minutes and and develop a couple rolls of film in the bathroom it's like right. it's a whole thing like it's a it's an event like you gotta get your chemicals up to up to the right temperature and then bring them down to the right temperature and then make sure that they stay at that right temperature mm-hmm. and then you gotta get your film to that right temperature because if it's too hot or too cold it'll mess it up in development um like there's so it it's not hard to do but it's time consuming because like right. each step like the the first step is like two and a half minutes and then the next step is eight minutes and the next step is three minutes but like mm-hmm. the lead up to that is an hour and a half of trying to get your chemicals to the exact right temperature which is annoying as hell work. right <laughs> yeah. it is but it's like once you're actually holding the negatives in your hand and like you've you've seen it through from like putting it into the camera going out onto the street and taking the photos and then mm-hmm. going home and like doing all the stuff loading it onto the reels and like it's a thing but like there's yeah when you finally hold those you're like man i did that that's cool yeah, for hell. sure I like yeah. that about film too. It's like you feel more in tune, like with your. It's like feels like an actual project, you know. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, like you made something right. versus digital, where we just go out and we shoot it and we take our SD cards out and put them in the in the computer. You just and press take the button. Them off like that. Yeah, press the button and <laughs> if it were only develop just that. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah. there's there's still a whole like shooting film and shooting digital like there's just so much there's so much to both of those that like they're they're their own things individually and mm-hmm. that's what i love about doing both is like if i don't feel like spending two and a half hours in the kitchen running hot water over a bottle i can shoot digital and i can spend two and a half hours looking at the pixels trying to make sure that they're not they're all right. in the right place like yeah yeah pick your poison yeah yeah, yeah. The only upside to shooting digital so far is I can shoot as many photos as I want. Yeah. Yeah. The only downside to film is I can shoot as many photos as I want. I just have to pay for them. (laughs) Right. A lot of money versus one SD card that's like 20 bucks and versus buying film over and over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. And hoping that you don't screw up that roll of film. Like uh, I... I took a whole bunch of film photos um, when I went to, with my parents to uh, um, Missouri or wherever the hell I went. Branson. Yeah, it was Missouri. Um, there was my first roll of black and white film. I had some really cool shots on there that I did not take with a digital camera. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> fucked up that whole roll. Oh, no. <laughs> it's gone. So I, uh, yeah, it was that moment of like, <laughs> no, no. Uh. And the thing that I messed up, I didn't put developer in. I washed it oh. and washed all the chemicals off. Oh no. So it came out a clear plastic strip. I was so Damn. mad. Wow. And yeah, I will never that's... get those memories back. That's one thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that is true. But, and the other thing with film is that you can't uh, just look at it and go, yeah, I nailed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You have to know that you nailed it. <laughs> that's you why have to I, wait and see if you nailed it. That's why, that's yeah. why you got to get it. I've got like a whole system that I'm already putting together over here to figure that out. <laughs> uh, for real though, uh, there's a free app on your phone. It's literally called uh, Light Meter Free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Download that and use it. It's a right. spot meter and it uses the, the camera on your phone, but like that's really all that you need. But get you in the ballpark. Yeah. Uh, just make sure that you actually use it because right. I did not right. on my first two rolls of film. I was using the in camera light meter and I did not know how to read that. I was like, oh, yeah, you just get the little thing in the middle and you're good to go. Yeah. No. Right. That's not how that works at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, they were all blank. Uh, wow. Thankfully, the guys at uh, Fort Worth Photo Lab were like, make sure that you like check your settings and like do this and that and this and we'll we'll help you figure it out. And yeah, it turns out I was just using the, the meter and the camera wrong. But, right. Yeah. That's yeah. got to be some other shit right there. Can you imagine like, I mean, with digital, you can just bring it home and be like, and go through all of them and be like, yeah, some of these suck versus taking it to someone and they're like, okay, I'm getting ready to develop this film for you. And then they see it's like nothing there and they're like, oh, right, yeah, you fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Looking at you, you ruined like, it. What the hell's this shit? <laughs> right. Yeah. How to, how <laughs> you have me develop this shit? I just wonder how many, how many angry customers they got. And they're like, I'm sorry, but you, you suck at taking photos. The role was blank. <laughs> Right. Like how yeah, like, how no, did that happen? Fault. It's your There's fault. A... You developed it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean that is definitely possible, but like yeah. man. Well, and to that I want to apologize to everybody at uh Walmart in Poto, Oklahoma for the year that I was seventeen. <laughs> and what you saw on some things that I sent for you to develop. Oh man. Yep, that, that is the other that is the good part about <laughs> developing film at home is nobody else has to see. Right. <laughs> Yep, there you go, right there. Mm-hmm. Looking at your stuff, like, wow, this guy fucking sucks. Well, let me put this in the bag and give it. <laughs> Here yeah. you go. Here's your, your pretty photos. I mean, your photos. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> you should not use harsh lighting on small things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a wink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Might want to put some eye drops in after that one. <laughs> Your eyes might be kind of dry. <laughs> took a lot of effort. Oh, man, man. Yeah, if you could have seen some of the pictures I took. <laughs> we don't want to see. Them. We don't want to. He's like, I got the the film, uh, the rolls in the back. You guys want to see them? <laughs> no, nah, that. Luckily for for me, other people in those photos, they're gone. I mean, you you know how it is. You're in high school. You're a teenager. You're doing things on the weekend with your friends. One of you has a camera and you're a jackass. And that's just what happens. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. I've seen your old YouTube videos. I know. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Uh, it's good stuff. It. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. Uh, I do wonder that though, like working at the uh, at a photo lab, like, 
do you have to sign an NDAA NDA before you start working there? Like you can't tell anybody about the things that you're going to see coming through the, these, yeah. these reels. It's like HIPAA. Right. <laughs> now, luckily, luckily we didn't have in my particular case, sorry, I just hit my microphone in my particular case, we didn't have anything with nudity, but you know, other things that maybe teenagers shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. And we oh, got really? all of those bags. Like there was, I, maybe they don't look at it and go, well, he shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> right. I just, you know, go to Walmart and pick it up and boom. Hey, everybody, look what we did last weekend. Right. Yeah. It's like going to the doctor and trusting them, telling them that whatever you tell them and it won't get out. It's the same thing with the person who develops your, your film. You're like, hey, this, this, no one else sees this but you, you, you. Do what you got to do and give them back to me, okay? Yes, yeah. that's alcohol. Yes, we're 17. <laughs> well, to be completely honest, uh, places like Walmart and CBS, they don't actually develop develop it in-house. They'll send it off to a factory, and your stuff gets developed with, like, uh, mm-hmm. 75 Bob. other people <laughs> at a time. and right. they'll 75 just, like, other 17-year-olds. Yeah. Like, nobody actually sees those photos. They'll just... They just develop it throw it through a scanner print it out and put it in an envelope and send it to you like probably yeah they probably don't go through it yeah they probably just it comes out of the machine and they just grab and stick in the folder and just unless they unless maybe they side-eyed it one day they're like do 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 oh wow (laughs) yeah what in the hell yeah maybe i'm sure they go home with stories oh yeah <clears throat> yeah i bet they do i would Hell, really like i to, would same i'd really like to tour uh, a place like uh the fort worth photo lab or the uh um there's another one in dallas i don't remember what it's called but uh i'd like to tour a dark room like that like a, a professional level place like i know that they use a big machine and there's not like a whole lot that like you can actually see with your own eyes, but like, it'd just be cool to like, see the machinery that they use, see the scanners that Mm. they use, like, uh, um, see how they handle the chemicals and stuff. Like there's, there's so many different moving parts to develop having a, a a lab that Mm. would be interesting. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I remember nothing about that because in high school, we, we have photography class and we had like the dark room and all that stuff. It was cool as hell in there. But mm-hmm. I honestly don't even I don't remember half the shit we did. Like we even did it to where like you put the chemicals in there and made like prints and all that stuff. And oh, I I'm literally so jealous. Don't I don't remember any of it. I don't even remember. I'm like, how the hell did we make prints and put them in the chemicals, take them out and hang them up? And it's like it's kind of crazy how you can do that. And it's like you got this wet piece of whatever, but it doesn't stay mm-hmm. like that. It yeah. doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> so i know how to do those things technically speaking i've just never mm-hmm. done it i watched three videos on how to do it today mm-hmm. yeah Dang. uh it's part of that I, rabbit hole you get into i guess yeah i've been down that rabbit hole for a year now it's <laughs> so hard to like uh i don't I even so have for my roommates film camera and i'm like <laughs> how do i make this uh-huh yeah uh, I feel horrible for my roommates because, like, uh, every day I'm like picking something up from the Amazon 
box outside and they're like what right. did you get now i'm like oh just a little bit of a little bit more hardware to do this certain thing and they're like dude what are you gonna do with all this I'm like i don't Mind your damn enjoy business. my life <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna turn the bathroom into a dark room and i'm gonna develop prints in there someday right so y'all showing outside now <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i uh i there was a sh- there was a hot minute that i was about to buy a uh a shed to put in the backyard and i was going to run plumbing <laughs> to it so that i could turn it oh into an God. actual dark room don't judge me i do what i have to do hey man well, I, 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 that I, sounds cool actually mm-hmm. Ooh, you could rent a storage building <laughs> don't tempt me you actually could I will do yeah it. <laughs> that's cheap a little room what's that how much is a little storage building I don't know. Bathroom, little bathroom size. Got like a, a little, like a little, little water. Yeah. yeah. Water. Um, but you truck uh, the there... water in. You can get a little gas burner to get it hot. Like I don't know what you're worried about. The photo lab <laughs> in Dallas actually has classes on how to develop darkroom prints, like yep. where you expose mm-hmm. a negative to pass light through it and you expose a, a photosensitive piece of paper and you actually make a print. Mm-hmm. They have classes and a lab that you can rent out, but it's so, stupid um, expensive. And oh, is I really? want to go so bad. Yeah. Right. It's expensive. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like <laughs> Christmas present. Yeah. Or birthday present. <laughs> um, birthday present. <laughs> birthday must be before it. Christmas. It is. It's in June. It's like yeah. in the middle of the year. Um, but uh yeah they're moderately expensive but i i still want to do it i think it'd be a fun thing they also have like classes so that you're not like just doing it blind like i hope this yeah. turns out right um kind that of thing but uh, mm-hmm. i think it'd be a lot of fun yeah well those videos i was watching earlier about doing that was like the the black and white stuff looked like it would be super cool to do it's when they started doing like at home darkroom color prints that it seemed to get like super complicated. Yeah. Cause you can't even uh, have like the, the light on in there at all. So they oh, yeah, you can't have to, to shove the print in a tube or whatever and like roll it to keep it agitated and all in the dark. And I'm like, you said this was going to be easy. And you just said eight <laughs> things in a row that were way more complicated than when we started. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so much fun. Like once you, once you learn how to do it, cause like the first few rolls that you do by yourself at home, they're going to come out janky in some form or fashion. They're going to be underdeveloped or like you'll leave it in the mm-hmm. blicks too long and it'll get a color shift or the temperatures are wrong. Something's going to be wrong with those photos. But right. like once you start to get the process down, like it's so much fun. Uh, I was loading some uh, 120 film into uh, my film reels and like, I struggled so much the first couple of times that I did it. And now like, I'm not even thinking about it and I'm putting, I'm spooling a roll. I'm like, right. Oh, I'm done with that already. Like, I don't know. It's just so much fun. Do it. (laughs) I'll teach you. Yeah. I'll be down. I'll be down. Gosh. I'm down. I'm game for it. The, the Mimia. Mimia Yeah. The, it's a lot the, of fun. The plasticky one, the little cheap plasticky. Well, it's not cheap, but it's like more of a plastic body one. Not for, which I can't remember what the fuck it is. I always forget. So you don't want to six seven. Oh, oh, the RZ six seven. That's the newer version. 
Is that the one or is it RB6? Because it's RB69, RB, RZ67. I don't think RB67, RZ67. Um, so the RB67 is the one from the 70s. The RZ is the one from like the 80s, something like that. Don't at me because I probably got that wrong. Um, but uh, the RZ is the newer one. Um, it uses a battery where the RB67 is fully manual, like everything about it. There's no electronics in it. Mm-hmm. RZ67 takes a battery and uh, you can have an auto winder on the back so that uh, when you crank it and you take a photo, it will automatically go to the next frame where the RB, you have to crank everything yourself. So uh, you get a lot of double exposures because you forgot to move advance to the next frame. Ah, uh, this is the one I'm talking about. The six four five. Oh yeah, yeah. That one. That's just a smaller like version. The, yeah, the little the little plastic mm-hmm. body one. I like that yeah. one. Everybody likes those because they're really expensive. <laughs> of course they are. Mm-hmm. It's film. Of course they are. Um, I really want a Pentax six seven. Um, they're the ones that you can put a wooden handle on, and you can like actually take it out and do street photography with it. Uh, whereas uh, the other one, that. you, you got to, you've seen my camera. You got to hold it weird. It's yeah. clunky to to do. Uh, the Pentax six seven, you can put a, a eye level viewfinder, and it's just like a, having a giant fucking camera in your hands. But mm-hmm. it takes a six by seven negative, so like it's gonna be super detailed and. Yeah, they're nice. Lots of fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. So, so do y'all have to do anything? film, but she don't want to do video. Well, I'm going to get everybody into film it's, first. It's still photos. I know. Welcome <laughs> to the rabbit hole. Oh, man. I'm okay with the, I want to do the Polaroids, I think. It's still kind of expensive because you oh, got to buy man. the dang, the pack. Mm-hmm. That's what started my, my, my trip down this rabbit hole yesterday was I was like scrolling through something and then they have like Mandalorian themed Polaroid cameras. I want the Stranger Things themed one. Yeah. Oh, that, so bad. I saw somebody was talking about that too. So I saw this Mandalorian themed thing and I was like, oh, dude. So I have like ideas just start going. I'm like, oh, cool. I could get one of these. And then I start looking at how much that damn film costs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, $15 for eight shots? You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, know it's like crazy. That. Wow, that's, that's the part that sucks. You're like, man, I really want to get into this, and then you start seeing fifteen dollars for the. I gotta. Oh, never mind. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> well, so now I'm like, well, and then you know the cameras. I remember. I'm gonna say something's gonna make me sound really old, but I remember being younger and I paid like twenty five bucks for a Polaroid camera. I don't think that that I I couldn't find a single thing that looked like a polaroid camera for 25 bucks but i remember when i was a kid i had one it was green and was plastic and Mm -hmm. had all the fun stuff on it yep i was just like i i can't imagine it was super expensive we didn't have no money it couldn't have been expensive Mm -hmm. so and then so i thought well you know i'll get something like that that'd be pretty cheap and if the film's kind of expensive not a big deal it's cheap whatever (laughs) Like 120 bucks for a freaking so that Mandalorian theme one. If you just get the Mandalorian theme camera and you don't get it in a pack with the Mandalorian Star Wars themed film that has the borders and stuff on it with logos and all that, mm-hmm. it's like 119 bucks. 
if you get mm-hmm. the one in the kit, it's like 180 bucks. Yep. Like, never mind. Now I'm going to start paying for the branding on the outside of that though. Cause yeah. like that, yeah. that model camera, the one step is like a hundred bucks yeah. at Walmart, but right. Um, you pay for the branding on the outside of it. I would well, buy. Yeah. Buy the cheap one and paint it. I'm not buying any of it. If I'm going to spend <laughs> 60 to a hundred bucks on something, I don't want to have to pay $2 a shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Well, it's a your lot. best bet is shooting 35 millimeter. That's going to be the best, uh, the, the most <laughs> yeah. photos for the least amount of money. That's what I'm saying. More chances to screw up and more chances to <laughs> succeed. I'll take I'll take my chances with that. Yeah. Like the Polaroid, obviously, you know, within a few seconds, shake it. I know you don't have to shake it. I'm just but you I'll know. say you should have learned that in the rabbit hole. Don't shake it. <laughs> don't take a photo and stick it in your pocket. <laughs> or put it under your arm. That's what we used to do. <clears throat> um but but yeah, I mean you can get that a little bit quicker than if you got the other film, but I don't know. I just your room for error is a lot smaller with the pocketbook. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, the only thing I'm going to say with that though, is uh, don't skimp on the chemicals that you buy to develop your film. If you do decide to do that at home. Right. I did that with uh, um, not knocking Cinestill, but uh, they have a mono bath uh, for their, um, uh, their black and white film. It's a yeah. single bath. Mm-hmm. And you can run it at room temperature in like five, ten minutes. It sucks. Like the the quality of photos that I got out of it, maybe that was just because it was my first time using it and I should try it out again, which I need to probably buy a new one now. It's expired, but uh, it was so grainy. Um, everything was, everything about those photos was just off. It was not a very mm-hmm. good, uh, um, good quality. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Terrible. Yeah. But I switched to H Codex HC 110 and my black and white photos look almost as good as my digital photos. So nice. Nice. Yeah. It's a huge jump. Question. Sure. I think we all here have something that we've actually printed since we got a few minutes left. Y'all grab it and we can like share it real quick on camera. Yeah. I'm going to pause the recording. And we're back. Nice. Who's going first? I'll go first. I'll go first since I'm holding it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I got this one. Um, I used Shutterfly. Um, Not as good quality as it looks. It looks great from far away, and (laughs) it looks great on camera. But uh, uh, up close, um, it does not get any more detailed or... um, any sharper of an image it's actually pretty uh i'm not gonna say it's out of focus but it's definitely like a blown up version of a small jpeg um Mm -hmm. they did not unfortunately with shutterfly at least on on the mobile app it doesn't allow you to use like a a high-res photo because i definitely got a high-res photo of this um yeah it's just it's not very good it looks great from far away but uh up close it looks kind of meh um yeah yeah i like it though like the colors and same it looks Um, it's literally one of the most popular Uh, photos on my instagram so oh yeah yeah Uh, i mean i did pay to promote it so i hope so (laughs) but 
Who's next? Um, I got this one. I actually have one I printed up there, but I decided to go grab a different one. This one right here. Ooh, I like the colors in that. Yeah. I wish the majestic uh, is... sign was fully lit. Yeah. <laughs> it never is. Yeah. I'm going to write them. <laughs> That's Lawrence right there in the middle. Nice. Oh, pictures. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Someone actually, like, I posted it in uh, one of the the portrait groups or whatever the hell, and a woman mm -hmm. in there was like, uh, would you, like, how much would you sell this for? And I ended up selling her uh, 8x10 of hell yeah. this. So this is the first time I've ever actually sold anybody anything. Nice. How much so. you sell it for? I don't, I don't even freaking remember. <laughs> I have to go back and look. I can't remember what it was, like 40 or something? Not bad. I, don't, I can't remember. I think the highest I made somebody pay was like 25 bucks. But those photos were awful. Right. Well, here's uh, the one I printed a bunch more than at this time, but uh, this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and it, yeah. And it's kind of like uh, kind of like Justin's thing where and it's not really coming in because I got light. And my camera won't focus on it because whatever. Mm hmm. But it looks pretty good from a distance, but it's the same. It's up close. It seems like I got a little bit of a, a loss in resolution or something, a little application issue with it. And then there's a couple of weird things with color um, on it, like the with the with the tones of the of a couple of greens mm -hmm. uh, in a couple of spots. But it's not terrible. I'm gonna keep this version of it. I printed this for uh, a, a drawing, basically winning for a promotion that I did and. Um, mm. I'm not going to give this version to him. I'm going to send it off to uh, a different, a different place and have them have them print based on uh, some quality improvements over the previous over this particular company. Mm -hmm. So, but I, but I'm I'm happy with that, and I printed I printed out uh, about seven other things as well. But I'm not sure they must be in the other room. But this one was in here. Hell yeah! I'd well, like to start printing more, um, but. Printers are freaking expensive. I was just about to lead into that. Uh, <laughs> if you do decide to print your work and you want good quality, find a local lab. Uh, they'll care more about your photos than anybody else will. You'll pay mm -hmm. a premium in the price, but uh, the the quality of photo that you get is absolutely incredible. Uh, I took mine to uh, Fort Worth Photo Lab when I was uh, sending a print off to uh, my one and only patron. Um, I printed off a photo and sent it to Norway but uh, uh, I went to Photolab got them to get a high res scan of the the negative and then made a print out of it it was so good I did mm -hmm. not want to send that off to them but it was right. it was it was beautiful um, mm -hmm. the, the 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 amount of detail that they were able to pull out of the photo and like everything about it was perfect uh, I would gladly pay another $40 for a single photo um, just to get that level of quality back. So, what size was it? Uh, it was a seventeen by something. I don't remember now. Not bad. Seventeen by twenty, something like that. Dang, um, that's big. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a decent sized photo. Um, yeah. Yeah, this one I got is eleven by seventeen. This size. Yeah. Uh, they put it on like a, a hard, hard, gator board, something like that. Um, like corrugated mm -hmm. material. Uh, so it was nice and rigid. Yeah, it looked beautiful. That's not bad for forty bucks, though. If they did all that, it, 
it really wasn't. It was it was good and it was very very high quality. So, um, Fort Worth Photo Lab, go to them. Right. They're the best. <laughs> yeah. For only thing for... that sucks is that they open between eight and five Monday through freaking Friday. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's I... the hard part. But you can uh, send things off to them. They can do oh, okay. it all via the internet. Nice. They'll take high res photos, TIFF files, and all that. Well, I'm not opposed to using this print service again, but I don't think that I'll have them print anything to the scale for me again. I don't mind how some of the sure. smaller ones turned out, but mm-hmm. like you were saying with like maybe lower res JPEGs, maybe they just, I don't know what they did mm-hmm. that transferred this to this uh, 11 by 17 size, but the yeah. eight by the eight by five, the eight by 12s that I had printed, mm-hmm. um, while I could tell there was a quality difference versus the, some I pull up the image that I sent them. And I'm looking at the print that I got back, and I'm like, these aren't the same thing. There's something a little weird with that. So it's a little, it's a little off from that quality, but um, it's it's okay. I'm not upset about it. So I would do smaller prints there if I were just trying to get some that looked like they were decent quality for a low cost sure. turnaround because they they were super cheap. Hell yeah. super cheap. Shutterfly this, super cheap. And... This was not super cheap for the size. I mean, it was. I guess it would be cheap, but it's not super cheap. <clears throat> one minute and it's been fun chatting with y'all i will talk to y'all later Bye. bye sweet